0: Do you know someone who needs some nookie right now? Could that someone be you? (laughs) What is up? Sapiosexuals, you just turned on Dr. Sanjaya, coming to you from Sex in South Beach, the sexiest city in the world. I had such a fantastic weekend. I am so excited to be here. Saturday morning, I taught yoga for better sex at the World Erotic Art Museum, and it was so much fun. I got everybody's chakras open and flowing, and then you know what I did? I I went to my baby's friend's birthday party, a toddler's sixth birthday party, another event, so much fun, if you know what I'm saying. Because if you're a parent, you go to one of these every single weekend. Now, what made this one just like every other toddler's birthday party that I go to is as soon as I got him in, a couple pulled me over and wanted to talk to me about a sex problem. Because you know what? That's where most of my business happens on the soccer field, at a birthday party, in an elevator. Everybody wants to hear from me somewhere where they can get me in private, and sometimes when I got a drink in my hands. And I will tell you, friends, that is not always the best place to get advice from. Yours truly. You never know what I might say. (laughs) But in this particular case, the couple who pulled me over were like, Sanjaya, our friends have to come see you. You have no idea. They're about to get divorced because she doesn't want to have sex with them anymore. And they have been on like a sex starvation diet for so long. And my boy is like, I don't deserve this. I should not have to deal with this. I am just going to, he doesn't want to leave though. It is so like deep. They've got kids and he loves her, but they are just not having sex. And you know what I told them? Mm, this is so common. It's sad, but it actually is very, very common. I actually went out with them after to help them out a little bit and give their friends some advice. So after the party, we were at the bar and I wanted to show them how common this was. So I just said amongst the bar, And just so you know, yes, we did have our kids with us, but it's a bar, this fantastic bar that we have in Miami at Peacock Park, and it's a bar that has a kid's playground on the outside, which in my opinion is like how all bars should be, a kid's playground on one side and parents having cocktails on the inside, everybody relaxed, playing in their very own way, ha ha ha. Anyways, back to the point. How many people need to have sex? I asked this question at the bar. Specifically, I was like, do you know somebody who needs some nookie? And everybody turned around. Someone was like, the administrator at my job. This was a doctor from downtown Miami. She went on to say, this administrator does everything she can to make others miserable. She turns small issues into big problems and nobody likes her. We know she's so cranky because she hasn't had sex in so long. Now, we all know crappy moods and irritability are definitely signs of sex starvation. Pent up, moody, and edgy, especially around ovulation time, is how a divorced mother who hasn't had sex in over two years described herself. Now, Ansem Samuel, a popular male blogger who founded Naked With Socks On, he wrote, a few years back during a dry spell, I found myself constantly snapping on people, super aggressive and easily agitated. A few weeks later, when I finally got laid, I went back to my more jovial self. So you know what, it's not just women who get cranky, men definitely experience the same symptoms when they're not getting any. Now, this is my question to everybody, If sex has such a significant impact on emotional well-being, why does anybody stay celibate? Now, a beautiful single woman in her early 40s said, between working and taking care of everything by myself, I just don't have time or energy to find someone to date. And the last time she got seduced was four years ago. Another lady who was an accomplished, attractive executive who's never been married and hasn't had sex since 2011, she said, I just haven't met somebody I like and want to share my body with. I got used to being alone. She also admitted, though, that she does experience bouts of depression. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, many acknowledge that prolonged abstinence may negatively affect mental health, which is kind of ironic, especially when you consider how having sex with the wrong person might also mess with your head. (laughs) Sexual health is definitely tied into self-worth. And studies show that people who haven't had sex for years report feeling inadequate, unattractive, and rejected, especially when these people are married. Sherry and Bob Struoff, authors of the Everything Great Marriage book, Practical Advice to Ensure an Exciting and Fulfilling Relationship, Well, they conducted a low-sex marriage poll. Approximately 15,000 people responded, and 88% answered yes to the question, do you have a low-sex marriage? Now, many survey respondents shared their personal story with Bob and Sherry and described feeling unwanted, unappreciated, rejected, hopeless, and helpless because a spouse refused to have regular sex with them. The authors concluded that, A low-sex marriage may seem okay to one spouse and yet may be viewed as a huge problem by the other. Now, some are willing to stay in sexless marriages, but others get fed up and seek satisfaction elsewhere. When differences in sex drive leave one partner unfulfilled, some therapists even advise an affair as an alternative to divorce. Now, this may work for some, but we all know that is a risky distraction that could devastate an already deteriorating marriage. Now, just like vegetables and exercise, sex can really be good for your health. Mm Mm-hmm. Sex relieves stress, boosts immunity, burns calories, improves heart health, and enhances self-esteem. Yes, indeed. But you know what? Everybody is unique and needs a different amount of veggies and activity to stay healthy. Likewise, people who want less sex than others may not be unhealthy or starving for sensual satisfaction. The spectrum of sexual desires ranges from asexual to hypersexual, with most of us falling somewhere in between. Now, just to remind you, an asexual person does not experience sexual attraction, but does have the same emotional needs as everybody else. Now the term gray A describes those who don't normally experience sexual attraction, but they do sometimes. Demisexual refers to people who experience sexual attraction only after a strong emotional connection has been established, and I know lots of ladies who fit into this category. And you know what? In my business, I also know lots of people on the other end of the spectrum, those who want a lot, a lot, a lot of sex and don't require any sort of emotional connection. Psychologists describe those with frequent urges or thoughts about sex as hypersexual. And the World Health Organization includes excessive sex drive into the international classification of diseases. But does high sexual desire really qualify as a disease? Now, I asked this to the group of men who were at the bar. And a handsome law partner said, I'm not the type of guy who would hold long periods of abstinence against someone. But sexual compatibility is important and needs to be discussed from the beginning. I like to have sex, and I'm not going to end up with someone who doesn't like sex. But there are other people who don't want sex, and they should find each other. His buddy agreed with him. Wanting sex often is not an illness. We only have so many years alive, and when one goes too long without sex, they miss whole eras of their life. It's like they never had sex while Michael Jackson was popular or they never had sex when their hair was styled in a special way. But if they don't want sex, why should they have it? Lack of sex, or lots of sex, are often viewed as social problems. We all know folks who get cranky when they go too long without it, but not everybody needs sex in the same way. Many asexual people never desire sex, but still fall in love and get married without ever experiencing a desire for intercourse. Rather than focusing on fixing someone's sex drive to make them a better match, it may be more valuable to look for a compatible partner with similar sex desires. Some people can go without for a very long time and are perfectly healthy. Others are like Ray, a smiling business owner in South Beach who told me, I will never find out how long I can go without. My approach is to always look for the next opportunity. (laughs) And in case you're wondering... Ray's colleagues confirmed that he's almost always in a good mood. <laughs> I hope you had a little fun learning about the benefits of sex for those who really want to have sex and also learning about the spectrum of sexual desires. And I know it might be tough for some people when you realize, uh-oh, I might be with someone who has a different type of sexual desire than I. But you know what? I've helped couples who have different levels of sexual desire come to uh, fulfill each other. And back to that couple um, who my friends told me about. I'm waiting to hear what happens with them. I really hope that they do something positive together to try to reconnect. Maybe not even sex. Maybe they can go to like a yoga for better sex class, you know, or pick up a copy of my book, Sex in South Beach, or, you know, come on a special date night, something special. Maybe he can rub her down with some sense body oil. Boom! Guaranteed to ignite that special fire in your life. <laughs> And in case you want to get your very own bottle of Sense Body Oil, the fragrance that I wear every single day, it hydrates my skin, and it smells so mm, mm, mm good, you just go to sensebodyoil.com, S-E-N-S-E, bodyoil.com, and pick yourself up a bottle. right on amazon.com, and you can read all of the reviews before you do so so you can be sure you're buying something that you're going to love. And I say love with a capital L-O-V-E. I had so much fun hanging out with y'all today, and I can't wait to do it again next time. For your daily dose of Nookie knowledge, don't forget to link up with me on all the social media platforms. That's D-R-S-O-N-J-I-A, Dr. Sanjaya, and we're on what? Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, you name it, and I can't wait to hook up with you. One more time, thank you so much for turning on Sex in South Beach where everybody comes for happier, healthier sex. Mwah.